This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock bands on Freeza Gate. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreaks, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jaginiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where I gave a complete rundown of the Umphreys shows at Northlands in Swansea, New Hampshire on July 23rd and 24th. There is a link in the show notes for that if you missed it. And I quickly want to say... I hope everyone who went to summer camp had an awesome time. We wound up going super last minute. Um, I think like Tuesday or Wednesday, I found out that my press credentials had been approved and I left Friday morning, like 2 or 3 a.m. So it was all really quick decision to go, Um, but I'm really, really grateful that I was able to pull it off and go, of course, because of everything that has happened. I really wanted to, you know, make the most out of this summer in the ways that I could. So I'm really glad that I could go. Um, Did get a hotel, tried the hotel festival hybrid, and I'm super excited to go more into how awesome that idea is. Um, I will definitely, of course, be bringing you guys a full recap of summer camp and what Umphreys was up to and all the side projects, Doom Flamingo, Death Kings, um, Joel and Chris played with Rezac. I mean, there's just so much that happened over the weekend. Um, So I'm still, you know, unpacking all of that and unpacking my suitcase, so um, it'll be a little bit until I bring that to you, but you guys know that uh, it'll be coming your way. So it was great to see so many of you. Um, That was also my motivating factor for going, being able to see so many people that I haven't seen in one place, so it was really, really, really good to see so many people, and of course, Umphreys at summer camp is really special, so It was a great weekend, and uh, I'm really excited to dive into the music and the happenings, Um, so be on the lookout for that. And if you were there, you know, not going to get into all of the things, um, but if you were there, please make sure that you are taking your COVID tests. They are at CVS, Walgreens, um, any kind of those drugstore stores. Um, and just go up to the person at the counter and say you want some rapid tests. There's two in the box for like 25 bucks or something, um, and 15 minutes. It's super simple. And then that way, you know what's going on. It's the responsible thing to do if you spent the weekend at a music festival. 
Um, thankfully, all of my tests have come back negative. I just have the scratchy throat from <laughs> the weekend that we all get. So definitely do that if you went to summer camp or are doing any other sort of traveling for shows this summer. Um, it's just the way we got to do it and the right thing to do right now as we continue to navigate life through this. This week on the show, I am very excited to welcome artist Pete Herzog and his awesome wife, Stephanie. Side note, I'm sorry guys if I butchered the last name. <laughs> if you did not know, they are responsible for the dry erase art seen in the YouTube video the band released where Jake talks about the inspiration for the title of the band's recent album. You walked up shaking in your boots, but you stood tall and left a raging bull. That album is now available anywhere you stream your music. In our chat, Pete and Stephanie and I talk about their journey to finding Umphreys McGee, taking their kids to shows and playing Stump the Umph, which sounds like such a fun game that I want to play with my friends, not just my kids, but I would love to play that game with my friends. Pete shares where his passion for computer animation came from, and Stephanie tells me where her passion for art originated. We also talk about the many cool projects that Pete has gotten to work with Umphreys on. He tells me about when the band came to his animation studio, Flight School Studio back in 2008, the VR project in 2016. You may remember the AR Rocktopus Red Rocks poster from 2018. That's Pete. And of course, the most recent project they've been working on, the Dry Erase Doodles. They tell me how during the depths of the pandemic in 2020, this started as a way to spend time together after a busy work week at both of their jobs. Stephanie is a nurse, so a night nurse, which is a funny little joke that we uh, do in there. And how they were trying to cope with not seeing live music and how this morphed from just doodles into doing musical icons I will actually throw a link in the show notes for where you can check out Pete's uh, Instagram page because he posted the other ones. They've done Kurt Cobain, Prince, um, Ozzy Osbourne. I'm like trying to think off the top of my head. The Who. Mm, there's there's a bunch more. Jerry Garcia, I'm very, very sure is on there. Um and then, you know, of course, Jake, um, it, they're, they're phenomenal. I think that they're so, so, so awesome. And I will throw a link in the show notes for where you can check out the YouTube video I mentioned, um, because you want to watch that. If you haven't seen it, you want to check it out. And it's cool to hear the story. Um, so they use Lasac, which is on the intro album. And then it's Jake telling the story of sitting in with Los Lobos and what David Hidalgo had said to him after his sit-in performance. Um, so it's it's just a really cool video. And then to have the time-lapse dry erase um, is, is really, really 
awesome too. So I will throw a link for that in the show notes. And I will also throw a link in the show notes for um, the recent review kind of fun facts article about the new album that I recently published online. I'll throw a link for that in there. And I will also throw a link for Jake Sidden with Los Lobos back in 2006 that he's referring to in the video. He sits in on the last two songs of their set, Two Grateful Dead Tunes. I know Bertha is one of them, but I can't think of the other one off the top of my head. Um, But I will throw some links in there for that too, so you can check all of that out. We also talk about how Umphreys has inspired them personally, professionally, artistically, and just so much more. This was such a really, really fun chat to have. There is video of our conversation, so stay tuned for more about where you're going to be able to see that. Pete added some awesomeness to it, so I'm very, very excited to share with everyone the spiciness that he added to our video conversation. And I have some very rad stuff cooking up that I am just beyond excited, so excited. It's been really hard to not say anything, (laughs) Um, but I'm very excited to release something to the community very, very soon. Some sneak peeks and teasers will be coming out on social media, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Do you create shirts, pins, jewelry, stickers? Maybe you make screen prints or sell other interesting products or art that you think peeps would love to get their hands on. Is your band looking to get some attention from fellow music-loving umfreaks? Maybe you provide an awesome service that could make folks' lives better or easier and want some like-minded clientele. Are you looking to hire some cool people to work with? Perhaps you have a rad idea for a podcast or some other creative idea that you think the community would love. Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company would love to help. With space available on our podcast network for your Umphreys-related show idea, social media promotion of your band, commercial spots here on this show as well as the other podcasts on the network, and more, Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Want to know more or have a question? Shoot an email to droppedamongthiscrowdpod at gmail.com. So here is my chat with Pete and Stephanie. So how are you guys? It's wonderful to meet you both. You as well. Nice to meet you. I don't know if I need to look in the camera at the screen. I'm so amateur at this. You're supposed to look at yourself. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> really? That's so weird. No, I just... I'll do that all that long. <laughs> <laughs> no, look. So that's Sarah. And okay. that's Sarah. Uh-huh. I know. And which Sarah? Sarah. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just get started with why don't you guys just tell me a little bit about yourselves. I'll have this guy start. 
He's the main attraction. We're a bunch of, uh, we're just a bunch of nerds in Texas and go to try to see as many shows as we can. Oh, wait, I'm going to start that over. No, no. kidding. <laughs> He's a nerd. <laughs> yeah, but he, he started watching, I guess, going to shows a long time ago. Shoot, what year was that? 2000 and... After our kids were a little bit like older. Eight, maybe? Oh, no, we saw Humphrey 2006. Well, we did, but you were going to the shows without me for quite a while. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, the whole Umphreys connection was um, we were following Fish, following Mo, little Ben Harper, searching for the sound, trying to, uh, I grew up a metal kid in Florida, so I definitely was looking mm -hmm. for that, that rage with my page. Yeah. And, um, wasn't getting it or was at the wrong shows or, but um, I read in Rolling Stone that this new band, Umphreys McGee, was going to be the next fish. I was like, all right, check it out. So, you know, just like every other band, I had to check out disco and, and cheese and all of that. And I was just looking, looking, none of, none of it spoke to me. And then um, they were coming to Tulsa. We drove up to Tulsa and bought yeah. safety and numbers on the way up. And it just came out and just kind of hit us, hit us really hard <laughs> or hit me hard. Uh, that show I was, him hard. <laughs> was pretty amazing. They were open up for Mo, and after that, we were just like, we found the crossroads, and we just couldn't get enough. And it was like, I need more, I need more, I need more. And then I scooped up my son Austin, who was maybe thirteen at the yeah, time. He's about like, that, I bet. Oh, yeah. Dad, I don't like jam bands. He was all into yeah, yeah. Britney Spears yeah. at the time. <laughs> I was like, Quiet, son, listen to this song, and I played him Fancy, oh. and said, You're going to the show. I thought I had a chance, you know, because he was in Dave Matthews, and. Um, it was his first show was Austin and they second first set they did a fancy uh women fancy and he's like oh dad did you see what they did they're like they started the song and they went another song it's like his first <laughs> journey and uh, after that he was hooked and then we were just like hitting flights and then we went up to this at 2006 show which is actually where this whole origin story originated from was that run and uh Los Lobos opened up for night two that was the this was for the first night Mm -hmm. Which was my magic night because they uh, covered Abacab, and uh, that was. Like, I love when they cover that. That was my fifth grade cassette. Oh yeah, everybody loved that. Ran that thing to death. It was like, almost like they were made that concert for me. Right. And I think everyone around me was freaking out because I just went crazy. And, I love that. Uh, I'm a stomper. I'm a sweater, and I rage hard. Yes, he is. And that's nice. like that's <laughs> what I've been looking for, and so. I just started going to as many shows as I can. It's tough in, in Texas and with my job, but after a few new years, Steph was like, we're taking the whole family from now yeah. on. Yeah. And then it like, became- hey, You can't keep leaving me here and then, have go have all the fun. <laughs> and the kids. Then it, then it let's just change it up a little. became road trip. And yeah. every every New Year's we could, um, it was all ages. I'd bring the kids. And I even one year I got to bring in at the Riviera, I got to bring in a little step stool talked to Carl, uh, the security guy there. And he was like, yeah, come on in. Once one, you know this is security guys, I bring my kids yeah. in and I just feel like we're all protected. Yeah. And and uh, if anything, um, they need to be protected from me because I'm raging, I'm sweating. <laughs> one time my daughter looked up and she was like, I thought it was raining. Yeah. And I looked up and there was a roof. And I was like, dad, and boom, got the elbow, <laughs> elbow in the crowd. Dad, quit sweating and on don't me. Don't let it be the last time. 
That's funny. I but love that. I mean, it's the band. I'll go see other bands and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm calm. I'm cool. Saw King Crimson Friday night and I just sat there like a good boy, even though I wanted to stand up and go do my tool thing. But uh, right. yeah, well, yeah, I'm we're going to bring it out of you. Humphreys brings it out of you. Did I answer your question? We're a bunch yes. of music nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I love what you were saying about how you took your kids. We do that. My husband and I do that with the kids. Our youngest has been to almost 20 shows and he's six. Awesome. We, wow. we do the same thing. We make it a big deal. We went to Chicago the one year and during the day we went and did all the fun sightseeing stuff with the yeah. kids. And then at night, you know, a couple of those nights, one of the nights we took the kids, the other nights we enjoyed ourselves, you know? So it's right. cool to hear that you guys have done that too. Rage, rest, repeat. Yeah. The kids would used to write little notes to the band and they'd they're like, hey, here's a here's our set list. We want you to play tonight. And it's like yeah. Alex, Alex O's. I mean, it's <laughs> all their little misspellings. Hey, and <laughs> I want to hear that one too. <laughs> uh, uh, so they're coming in Dallas. Uh, my daughter Phoebe, she's still chasing that one. She still didn't get that one. She's been asking since she was six. For Alex Powell. <laughs> yeah, she's 18 now. <laughs> I love that. Well, she's, they, come on, they gotta give her that one. I, mean, I, know. Right? What's up? I think I feel like that's the longest I've ever heard anybody chasing a song. Right. Yeah. yeah a long time. Wow. <laughs> I was chasing robot world uh, for a hundred shows. I finally got it on my 101st, which is nice. crazy, crazy weird. Nice. I'm still waiting for roulette. So 77 shows I'm still holding out, but we'll see. <laughs> Nice. Oh man, unicorn song. Yeah, so so basically, seeing the band as much as we would see them, I just was so I don't know passionate of everything they're dishing out, and I would just leave covered in sweat, and I would just have to be that guy, that 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 drunk guy, and hanging out afterwards. And That's true. Talking That's Kev Kevin's ear off, and you know. Um, I always wanted to get a project going with these guys because we were doing, you know, animation and, and cool projects. And I was like, man, if I could work with these guys, that'd be really cool. So I tried to get them on a soundtrack a while back, a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And um, just always trying to find a, a project that I could hire them and or, you know, work with them, somehow collaborate. And then we just kept kept in touch, of course, every year, seeing the shows. And uh Found, a, found some cool opportunities. So I've been really lucky, just like pinch myself all the time. Man, I get to work. How, how you know, how often do you find where I you hear can this all the time. work with your favorite? Yeah, band? yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. Or at least they, they, you know, are all cool with working with you. So it's, it's been fun. For sure, for sure. So tell me where your passion for computer animation came from. Uh... I guess having children, <laughs> because I just wanted to be a okay. painter. I just wanted to be Paying a painter. Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I had after after I had to responsibility. Yeah, yeah. After I had to pawn my entire record collection in college to get baby formula. That's oh. when it hit. Uh, computers. Oh crap! I gotta learn computers. Yeah, now. I but, still don't uh, know them. <laughs> but uh yeah i mean i always just wanted to be a painter and go off to europe and get a grant and paint and be next salvador dali and then i had a kid in college and uh you know good, changes your plan good you know, motivation change, yeah, yeah right yeah 
and, and so um, it was it was cool because my college roommate he he uh, dropped out, started a computer computer animation studio, and so I had a job even before I graduated that we would start this thing and it grew and became a bigger thing and and then um, it's just again right place right time. It was actually Toy Story, seeing Toy Story for the first time and just seeing how mm-hmm. the whole industry changed. Everyone likes to say uh, Jurassic Park uh, yeah. for the heavy visual effects stuff, right. but for me, it was just Toy Story. And in when college, when you got kids, little kids, Toy Story is yeah. That's the in thing. college, I bought my first Mac and just went to town. I did a widespread panic poster in college, and I knew it was like this is it. This is this is everything for me. Was that the first time your love of music and art came together? I mean, they're like hand in hand. I, I can't do art without music. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the the music is, you know, just takes on, it makes you want to, it makes you want to create. So, I mean, they're just, they're interchangeable in our world. I can't play an instrument, but I felt like growing up um, really respectful of the mus- musicians who could play really well. So I was all into the, you know, Al Dimiola and the guys that were just like the sh- shredding guys mm-hmm. uh john mclaughlin um paco de lucia that whole new new age stuff with bill keggy and steve morris i was really into the dixie dregs mm-hmm. in high school and iron maiden and the grateful dead all at the same time so you know it's like this whole gumbo of you know, like the most incredible musicians you'll ever see and it felt like umphreys filled that gap that i was looking for always mm-hmm. searching Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it. You're just like naming all these things. It's like, yep, makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So wait, hold on. What about you? You're from Buffalo. I was born in Rochester. I'm a upstate New York kid, and I don't know how I found Mo, but you know, the whole Mo brought me into Umphreys and. Yeah, that's pretty much my path. Mine kind of starts with Dave Matthews. Actually, I was into Dave Matthews in like high school and stuff. Um, but then I started seeing Mo being from Buffalo and went to summer camp and fell into Umphreys pretty much. So that, that metal edge, it was more the progressive rock part of it. And, you know, I grew up on Mm -hmm. Genesis and Rush and all of that. Like my dad used to school me on music. He was in the military And so he would send me tapes with, um, you know, recordings of just whatever, you know, he would hold probably his tape deck and record them. And so he would send me these tapes and he would talk to me and then he would play this song and there would be a quiz, you know, who sang this or what was this artist or the album or whatever. And so then like there would be a prize when he got home from being overseas. And so that's really where a lot of, like mine comes from is you know his his love was dire straits and genesis and rush and all these other bands and so like when i found umphreys it was like wow okay (laughs) they 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 fill every one of those needs right yeah and it's incredible how like my my thing was totally different than yours but it did the same thing right it's it, that's so cool do you guys play stump the umph do you ever do you play stump the umph with the kids no so I'm always, 
<laughs> well, I mean, like so much of seeing Humphreys is the more you put in, the more you get out at their shows. So if you, and, and you know, those old, the podcasts I used to do, uh, we used, I have all of them on CD and, uh, that, you know, I would just listen to Umph all, almost every day for like mm-hmm. 10 years. Maybe. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trust us. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, I felt like a, an archivist, but um, you know, putting all that research in, that's why I thought I got so much out of the shows. Uh, the dedication, just pure uh, professionalism, musicianship. But so like, I'm always playing it with the, in front of the kids. And so we play Stump the Umph. And, you know, they have to name the song and whoever gets it for, because I was usually the back seat of my car is three little kids. And so it's a competition. Uh, and the one who actually doesn't go to the shows usually does pretty well. It's pretty good memory. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the elephant memory. Yeah, so raise, yeah. raising little lump freaks. Mm-hmm. And now you know, they're... these kids are in training. That's what we do yeah. with your kids, right? That's My kids are like that too. Well, my daughter's been taking lessons with Joel since September, uh-huh. like almost a year now. I know so. that because I've been listening to your shows. That's great. <laughs> They're, they have like this really fun little like, you know, friendship slash teacher pupil relationship. And it's so funny because it's just completely separate from Joel, the keyboard player from Umphreys McGee, you know, so it's, it's pretty funny. That's yeah. precious. It, but it's, it's great for them too, you know, like they, yeah. for them both, it's been really cool to see that relationship foster. Yeah, yeah I think, I think that's another, another reason why, you know, we love the band so much. It's just, they, they care, you know, they care about their yeah. fans. They care about my they kids. Do. They, they do. you know, we bring them, I bring them all up front. I remember one time, even the one who doesn't like their music, he was up there on the rail with me at Stubbs and I just had the whole family right there looking at the band and they're like, this is before any of them had kids. And it was just, mm-hmm. it was. They were uh, always so accepting. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, considerate. And they invite the kids on, you know, yeah, yeah, come very kind. check out, check out the bus, mm-hmm. <laughs> come see him after the show. And, uh, you know, just really trying to establish that Bring the kids little autographs and stuff like yeah. that. It was just always so sweet. Mm-hmm. Really. Um, you know, that, that, you could tell that they're so genuine mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's been great. And which makes us love them more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So talk so, about the very first project you've worked on with Humphreys. Uh, what was it? Well, I mean, it was actually the in the beginning. We, we, oh, we, yeah. we invited him out to the animation studio. I think it was 2008. Uh, we brought brought him out to our studio in Dallas, and um, I had put together a whole presentation, an animatic, and everything. It was a, it was a, a project for Paramount, and it still hasn't moved anywhere. It's just sitting in limbo. As um, things often do out there. Yeah, it just it, ne- it never got a green light. But I really wanted to get the guys to do a, a cool soundtrack, and then it, with the powers that be, it became well, maybe I get them to do a song, and then it became. The project's not moving, <laughs> yeah. but then so, but I was really wanting to do um, do some sort of soundtrack, uh, which I just thought you know the Stu Art series and everything. I mean, it just lends itself to these guys can score a movie and they could they'd be amazing at it. Um, in between their downtime, <laughs> I mean, this is before they had kids, uh, but then the second opportunity came around where VR just came out. We were big Kickstarter 
uh, Kickstarters with the Oculus. So we had the Oculus headset. It's like, man, we've got to start. We've got to do some shows. I want to transport some people to an Umphrey show, but not like a crappy VR thing with the camera set up one camera. So we did like a, a five, six camera setup at the House of Blues in Houston, um, 2015, 16, maybe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2016. And um, the, uh, our studio was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's dive in. Let's Let's um, see what we can do with this thing. And they let me get all the cameras, bring them down. I got some guys, I brought like a bunch of people to help out so I could get on the rail. (laughs) So there, set the cameras, let's do this. All right, ready, go. Okay, I'm gonna be on the rail, see you later. (laughs) So so it's like, oh yeah, with 360s, set it and forget it. (laughs) Although, you know, we we had some guys in there. Uh, but it was really fun and cool, and we spent a lot of time. And is that the one we had the helmet cam? No. Oh, that, that was a funny one. That was uh, that helmet. <laughs> that was a couple of years ago. No. <laughs> uh, but you know, again, trying to okay, we already did that. Where, where oh, can we yeah. go? Where can we go from here? Right. Right. Um, so it was cool, <laughs> and it and it won some awards, and it was it got uh, it got known in the in the VR community. And I, yeah. I'm just want, trying to promote the band, like guys, you have no idea. This is like the coolest band out there. Uh, the greatest live band you'll ever see. And um, so it, uh, it, was, it was cool, successful. And then we were, I think at that 2008 meeting, when they came out to the office, they saw all the cool development artwork and, and Jake was like, hey man, you should do a poster for us one day. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys do the posters, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, I would just, you know, doodle a little bit. Um, but then there was a, a cool opportunity to do an AR poster. And I was, well, actually I pitched it over to Kevin cause I've never seen an AR concert poster. Right. And so with this AR technology, I thought, man, we got to, let's be the first one to do an AR concert poster. Yeah. And, um, and then that was kind of, uh, one of the, one of the cooler ones to do. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, you, that was such a passion project. You really love that. There, there's so much um, cool technology that I see day to day. And, you know, and I'm always just, you know, bouncing it back and forth with Kevin going, Hey, check out this, look what, you know, I'm sure he doesn't like that, but I'm always like, man, can we do something like this? Can Stop we do this? Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, there's, I always just want to like, Oh, plug, plug, insert Humphreys here. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, um, <laughs> I think that was great. I am super interested in that Red Rocks thing. Like that is so neat how you did that whole thing. So talk about that process kind of like from beginning to end. Okay. Yeah. I, hey, one thing though, I wanted to play a game. Every time we say Umphreys McGee, we have to take a drink. Mm, Umphreys McGee. <laughs> okay. We're going to be drinking more than we am. Yeah. Just everywhere you see a cup being raised. Yeah, that's like a clean plate. <laughs> edit, edit. Uh, now the poster, the poster was cool just because it was, um, you know, something different. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, you know, tech nerd, but I don't know if all the fans are all into that. But we just, I wanted to be the first. You know, so many of my projects and at work, we get called to do stuff that's never been done before, and just that part of that innovation is in our DNA and. Was like, hey, we can do this, and let's let's be the first to try something new. And and with that, it was we had the the floor. So of course, get the oh yeah, 
put the floor in there. And so the whole uh, AR thing is, you know, we actually use clip from Red Rocks, embedded that in the poster, had all the artwork uh, as your trigger. And then I, um, you know, drew 40 different rock stars in Red Rocks. So once you hold it over there, you find the 40 rock stars. And so I'm like making this whole thing, like you got to find them all, you got to name them all. And if someone gets all 40, you know, they'll win a prize or get a, you know, uh, tickets for a year. And, I, you know, I go on and on and on. And Kevin's like, no, 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 let's just, you know. <laughs> let's back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, well let's, just, let's just make sure it's in color, <laughs> not black and white. That'll never sell. And so, you know, I, I just, you know, he, he he gives me a little bit of leash and then he's got to yeah, reel me back in. Yeah, wait for me. Yeah. <laughs> I love your big ideas, though. That's fantastic. Yeah, you know, they're they're not all doable or successful or but you know, it's just throw it out there. I mean, it's like improv. You're improving your artwork. You're just going for it and all right, you're gonna give me this little window. I'm gonna like yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like do more, let's do more. But you, you know, never I, know though, if you don't speak up and say something and throw it out there, you don't know what is gonna be it. awesome. I, I cannot how can you push I, new ideas forward if you don't challenge people? with that. So not being able to go to shows last year is kind of from my understanding what sparked you guys doing the doodles, the dry erase doodles. So mm -hmm. talk about that. We just, you know, we like to hang out with each other. She's a night nurse. So when she's working late nights, she'll come home and, you know, after three or four nights and a Tuesday could be our Saturday night. And we just like yeah. to hang out and talk about work and I talk about my work and as fun as animation is, uh, it's really stressful as well. Cause there's a lot of hours. It's a lot, a lot of, of deadlines. deadlines. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, you know, we just love to talk and come with we ideas. We love Humphreys McGee. And be creative. Going in for a drink. Oh, <laughs> I love Humphreys McGee too. <laughs> and so, um, so we started doing these doodles and, and then uh, of all things, I got to give props to Munyan. You know, Munyan, we, yeah. their music in the, in when we were, you know, we started listening to everything in the, in the, in the hot tub and we put on Munyan and was like, oh, it's like, yes, it's like this. And um, we started drawing all these puppets and we went off. Why, how is this happening? The music is like drawing our hands. Um, and then we started started doing portraits or before the portrait we started doing some really crazy just letting the letting the uh, dry erase Doodles do their and thing. the music and then with covid and i couldn't see show so i used to go to a show every week here in dallas even as a tribute band or cover band and i would just yeah, I'd come home great supporter of local music completely i mean you know covered in sweat yeah. and that was my church that was my therapy and the suddenly i wasn't getting my therapy anymore and it got and he was getting really, more and more difficult to deal with it got, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it, it, so it got serious and, you know, we started. I'm sure my husband would say the same thing about me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> well, and that like, and then we just started drawing and, um, you know, I'm, I'm color outside the lines. And then Stephanie was just starting to fill it all in a little more detail. And, and uh, we just started doing some crazy portraits and like these Trump portraits of, and then it just kind of became really fun to do different celebrity Musical portraits icon. we started getting a little tighter you know um as we were going let's just start doing some musicians we started dabbling a little bit we did a hendrix one night it was just so mm -hmm. much fun 
like, wow, look at that. That's Hendrix. I gave him an eyeball afro. And uh, so yeah, much they're fun. really cool. The ones you posted, they're so neat. Yeah. yeah. And then it's just like, wow. And then I think, you know, like everybody else, you post something on Facebook and people liked it. It's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that felt good. Yeah. I got a like. <laughs> we're like oh man oh, we gotta do uh, we gotta do the band so we did like yeah. this uh we did a bayless when he was with my kids and he was so young and it was uh it was a cute it, picture it, it was it was fun it was cute. and we thought hey this actually looks kind of cool and i think i sent it to kevin and he's like oh this is cool hey what if you did a time lapse it's like hmm. leave it to Browning guy's a genius so he's like all right cool yeah we'll do a little time lapse and then we just started doing uh we did all we did the uh entire band and then he he sent the clip of the origin of the audio and we just and then he's like hey what if you did the boot and then erase it and made it a shoot because he really liked the erase part because i mean we're just drawing we're just doodling on dry erase and we erase it and uh, that seems precious. It's just fun expression. It's like a, it's like a note. I think it's more precious than he does. But he really, wa- he, you know, he loves the erasing part and he wants that filmed. And I'm thinking, but I don't want to get my hand in there like that. But So that's his part. He really I like loves to film that. us erasing all of them. So <laughs> we've done so many drawings and I just like to film erasing it because. I just want to do the face. That's it. I just want to draw the face. And he's, he's amazing with the background. Like, I don't know how you think of all that stuff. I don't. No, this is. Props. Props. <laughs> um, so, uh, so suddenly we had a narrative. I mean, it's storytelling. And, you know, I don't know. If yeah, we, I don't that know was a big thing that. to have a story to go with a, a piece. And so then with that, it starts to feel like as you're recording, you feel like this is kind of becoming almost a performance art situation because. Yeah. Uh, but again, it takes, you know, someone like Kevin. Kevin Browning to just go, hey, you know, I think this would be really cool. And then so we, I just did a first pass and shot it over to him. I had to like edit out when I we got out of the tub, <laughs> got back in. So you know, after that, yeah. it was uh, he was of course. Yeah, I'm you definitely like, want that edited. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. And I threw it over there. He's like, hey, what if we did this, this, or this, or this? And I'm like, ooh. And so there's like a nice little challenge there, a nice little yeah, uh, some direction you know, from, from KB. And so it was awesome. And, and uh, it turned into a real project. And so just for fun, you know, after we did, we already had the whole band and then um, with Los Lobos and drawing David, it was just like, we drew David that last time I felt like it wasn't done enough. And then I just wanted to go back in and it's like, one more time, one more time. Cause when we're sitting in the tub, we're like, is this not the most fun you've ever had? Oh, it's totally as, the most fun ever. As a, as a human? Like, this is second. Yeah, but like that's perfect. I remember on the playground in second grade, that, yeah, was, really that was fun. Really fun but this, this may top, top that. that. And so, um, and then it was like, let's please give me one more note. One more note. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go back in. And so, you know, the last note was, uh, I think it was my new note. David. I want to do a better David. Yeah. And so we went in, it was like, and then it was like, wow, that was really freaking cool. And um, they're like, we might have something here. Yeah. So we, you know, stitched it all together and shot it over there. And it all just kind of worked. It's like, whoa, that actually is kind of cool. But yeah. So Stephanie, where did your passion for art come from then? Um, it's kind of 
brewed over many, many years. Um, I was a high school art student, never went to college for that, went to college to be a nurse. And a night nurse by Humphrey McGee. Mm, I get that a lot from him. Oh, drink. Mm. <laughs> but yes. And so then, every time I hear night nurse, like, oh, they wrote this for her, but yeah. I'm, no I'm, idea. It's my favorite one of the nurses. Night nurse really? is my favorite one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. That's that's fun. Yeah, you <laughs> do that to me. You're a night nurse. Yeah, like, I get that. I know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, I think just, I've, I've always loved music. I've always loved art. I, my mom loved to do art while we were growing up in our house. And she she experimented with oil paints and all kinds of things. And we never did that as kids, but oh. it was it was great to appreciate her experimenting and, and trying to access that creativity on her part. So I always appreciated that. And then, you know, I was dating musicians and I always loved the musical part of uh, artistic experience and performance. And I, then I decided I'm never dating musicians again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then I found him. <laughs> Being an artist, that was a lot, a lot of fun. <laughs> we, so we were, <laughs> we were able to explore that, that funny creative, creative side. Um, he's actually got a large painting hanging in our garage right now. It's six by nine hmm. uh, <laughs> canvas that is going to be, I know, the big pop culture piece that he's been working on for a number of years, but it's something that the kids have been able to see and know that their dad is truly an artist in every form. And so I think that's really important, you know, to instill that passion in them, which makes me more passionate about art as well. Um, I, I'm someone who I'd love to kind of study it, you know, on more of a research level, you know, looking at art books and that, that type of thing. So to see him living art as an artist is really rewarding. And it's something that's been great to be able to show our kids and teach our kids about. So that's just made me more passionate about it, for sure. And yeah. Out, she's got all the talent. Mm, who knew? She, uh, I love that. Well, I knew because we've, we've got some of her high school art and she won a bunch of awards and ribbons and all that good stuff. Yes. So the dry I was the humble one of the, the dry two. erase like brought all that out. She came back with a vengeance. Yeah, I did. I love, I love that. Hell yes. Yeah. So, so she does all the faces and the eyes and, you know, and we'll, we'll hold up the phone and, you know, oh, somebody, that's the hardest part too. Right. Yeah, and and uh, you know, Thanks, if she goes, <laughs> if she goes, oh, Pete, you do the eyes. And I'm like, I can do a third eye right yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. And it's puts just... an eyeball over here and over here, and I'm like, well, that's a good place to put an eye. Sure. But uh, yeah, no, it it, uh, it it's it helps, a, I think it's a great. It helps rein it in collaboration and then, and then for sure for for each one of our um our portraits. We try to do this whole little I don't know tribal a mark or a. Yeah. this extra little and I, i'm not a giant kiss fan but i respect the it, it's almost like the kiss mark it's like what is their other personality so right something you know, that signifies their jake, energy jake earned his stripes yeah. and um for the other band members we've got all these other little icons and fun little things that just kind of and they kind of it's not something themselves. planned yeah no. it's not a plan it's all improv 
Mm-hmm. So it's 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 music and it's oh wow. And uh, you know, we love to like play the music while we're drawing, and it really kind of directs the directs the markers, directs the experience, and lets out that almost. It's really satisfying, almost like going to a show. I mean, we, yeah. we leave it, and it's like, wow, that felt really great. Um, and as much as we're receiving from the bands and all that stuff, we're throwing it back out there. And I mean, if if we could, we'd be we'd have a dry erase at every show going ah, you know on this you're lucky we're not dry erasing right now <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to dry erase with how sweaty you get though we are we're gonna dry <laughs> true. erase well i mean we're in oh, so true yes so. yeah <laughs> he has to bring a towel <laughs> i do there's nothing wrong with it Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I guess that's one thing that's so great about him. He's so passionate about everything that well, he does. One thing that's so great about this band is that's like very one time, awesome. like yeah. at New Orleans at Tipitine or um, House of Blues, so freaking hot in there. We're crazy. Stasic, best best guy ever. Turned the fan on me just to cool me down. Yes. He thought I was gonna die. Mm-hmm. And I apologize in advance to everyone I've ever sweat and sprinkled mm. on. Well, I love it too. I mean, being parents, I'm sure you can agree with this, that I will hear songs like you were talking about with your son in the ringtone and my daughter's 10 now and I'll hear um, sort like made to measure or Miami virtue. And it'll just make me think of like her dancing and her diaper to it. And it takes me right back to that moment of their life. And it's such a great way to remember their childhoods too because it's the soundtrack oh. of their lives now exactly that's yeah. exactly it yeah you'll you'll it's a it's a tearjerker yeah. it, it will definitely uh get you all the feels that's what yeah. i love you know just the chills i mean and then you know we would drive when well, we were in texas so we would drive up to chicago every year for new year's we drive to denver we drive to new orleans we drive to, um basically we we just started planning all the family vacations around the band schedule yeah yep, and, we did but yep. we'd go to museums during the day we would foodie it out with the you know diners driving and dives maps yeah. and just find all the cool cool little places to go and st louis was always a great place to to go to city museum chicago yeah and um yeah. But, but then those drive it. those drive homes they they're it's not bad because you're listening to the show you know we pull the cd down we'd have it on nugs or whatever and and just those long drives and listening to that. I mean, I would just follow them around by myself because I'm working and, you know, got the car window down and the breeze blowing and just driving. You hit that one song, it's, oh, next thing you know, you're gushing, crying like a baby. Like, man, what, what's, what, where did you tap into that? It's your very uh, goodwill hunting moment. And uh, right. yeah. it's so magic about this band that no other band really does that. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And they're the motivating reason why I travel as much as I did. You know, I like to travel, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to go here because of this. It's like, well, I'm going to go there to see music. And now I'm here. I get to experience the city. And so yeah. for that, I'm super exactly. grateful. It motivated me to get outside my comfort zone in a lot of ways, you know. 
Yeah, and like the kids <laughs> suddenly don't look at an art museum as torture anymore. They're like, wow, <laughs> it took a this, while. <laughs> this is art history. We're now they're all into yeah, art. Yeah, they know, like art now. We raised them on Humphreys and art museums in whichever city we were touring at next. I and love you know, that. I was, kind of, uh, I was kind of concerned when you know we were uh, starting to do dry erase. You know, oh, we said Humphreys. Oh. When we started to do dry racing, that the kids were going to be like, Mom, Dad, what is this about? And we would show them, you know, what do you think of this? And um, they they really seem to be very accepting of uh, the idea that Mom and Dad are sitting in a tub, whatever that means, and they're doodling with dry erase markers and having their cocktails and just doing like a um, passion project. Yeah, passion project, art performance, whatever they want to call it. Just, just making art, being creative, and lifestyle. Yeah, well, it's an I incredible life lesson. That's an incredible yeah. way to show your children that it's. I mean, and you said you work a lot. That your your job is stressful, and you're a nurse, so you guys work very hard in in your jobs. But you're also embodying to your children that that's not all that life is about. That there is so much more to it, and that's such a huge awesome thing for your kids to encounter not just to be exposed to that art but to like you had with your mom you know having that creativity and seeing your parents being creative it's a beautiful thing to have work-life balance for sure and um i think think her mom's still rocking the artwork we'll be doing these halloween 75 years old and she's trying to work with like okay, now I want to make my oils do this and melt it. And you know, I'm like, okay. Well, we, we did uh, <laughs> awesome. Avatar one year and we're building these Avatar things. Of course, I'm always, you know, Easter egg Humphreys and everything. And we're listening to it the whole time we're installing. And then her mom drives up and she whips out two giant posters of, you know, the Navi. And uh, <laughs> like, here, I thought you, you could maybe to do that? throw this on your mailbox or something. They're like, that's awesome. Thank you. Thanks, that's awesome. <laughs> that is so badass. <laughs> it's amazing. Shout out to Marilla, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Marilla. <laughs> okay, kick out of it. She probably will. <laughs> East Texas. Hey, I got to show you my new Father's Day gift. Eyeball pillows. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really cool. Which way it's supposed to be. Yeah, I'm not sure which way it sits. <laughs> oh, man. I feel yeah. like the orange is on top, but that's my personal preference. That's what I've yeah, been right? doing. That's but, like, from sitting here and looking at it, that's mm-hmm. that's how it feels to I, me. I, that's how I was feeling it. It's mm-hmm. cool. My kids give me eyeball gifts. I got a, I'm, I'm a lucky guy. <laughs> Gotta stay. Yeah. What I get is, uh, what do I get? Oh. I got uh, tickets to a concert. Yeah, hey, guys, nice. concerts of his choice. <laughs> Every time old, uh, I got you a bowling ball, it says Homer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, every every anniversary. Oh, for a while there it was every anniversary was Mo tickets, mm, and then it was nice. oh, we're going to go to Umphreys now. Yes. Oh, guess what? You for have... every holiday, we will yes. be going to Umphreys. Yes, guess what? Merry Christmas, baby. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Okay. I'll New just I'll, let's go. Pack the bags. We're going to dinner. I've been trying to convince yep. them for a, a number of years that we need an RV, so we don't have to make reservations. We just can follow Humphreys anywhere, and he keeps. That's my dream. I want. Right? Yeah. He's denying me his dream. Yeah. We'll get there. I'm trying to help him. We'll get there. <laughs> I'm on the long-term plan. 
40th, 40th anniversary tour. We'll be there. I'm, I'll be right parked right next to you. I'm right there. there oh, go. yeah, we'll get all the kids. <laughs> Got the convoy. Yeah. Oh, I love right. it. That is so awesome. We'll just have all the kids, like, you know, set us up with the cool places to go. And you know, check our out. kids are like adults now. I mean, they're not like adults. They are 18, Ra 20, 21, 30. Raised on the Umphreys tour bus. Mm -hmm. Since they were little. So, I mean, that's a, that's quite a great thing to say. And especially to the longevity of Umphreys so far. And if yeah. we can just get, you know, Umphreys to continue their growth, that's, I mean... Your, your family grows, why shouldn't the experience with Humphreys grow as well? So yeah. we really like that. Yeah. Like, like helping to promote that experience for them too. Yeah. Absolutely. So how would you say each of you, how does Humphreys inspire you personally and artistically and maybe professionally? All right. Well, you go. Man, I uh, mean, you hit hit it all on him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just it's uh, spread the word. You know, it's word of mouth, and you know, there's a there's an introduction to the band, which makes a lot of sense to a lot of people of something maybe missing in their life, and then other people are like move, they move past it. But for that one person, you can connect the band with. It becomes really a life-changing moment. Uh, you know, I've got a, uh, a baby brother 10 years younger than me, and I took him to his first ump show, and it feels like I saved his life. Um, you know, he was in some, uh, he was in a bad place. And, you know, he thanks me all the time. And so when you can make that connection, uh, so that becomes a real personal thing and, and very important, and like life-changing moments. Um, and then, for as far as the passion comes, it's just the music. It's like almost like contagious. That's so good. Every note. I mean, I'm hanging on every note. Uh, the shows I like to do this and just like every freaking note. Yeah. Sounds so good. Mm -hmm. um, that it just, it's, it's it almost like it gives <clears throat> me life, you know, keeps me alive and uh, becomes a super important of uh, every day where it's, um, I mean, that, that inspiration is, is contagious. And part of what I like to do is I like to spread that. And, and even at work, I'm like, I'm that guy, I'm the, I'm the Ted Lasso guy. I'm every project is so intense and stressful. You've got to, you got to mm -hmm. kind of bring people past that. And, uh, you know, I, I'm the, I'm the dad or the mom of all the productions. And they're just like, man, you're like the dad, you're like the mom. And, but, you're always playing us this killer music. And uh, <laughs> you know, when they come back from a job, they may not ever listen to it again, but they know they're going to get a ride. They're going to get a great adventure. They're going to see the passion that it brings. And it's almost, you know, like I said, it's, it's therapy. It really is. It keeps me, it keeps me going, keeps me alive. So during COVID is really freaking tough. And this was just another way to, you know, um, have that therapy involved and intertwined with the band. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it wasn't necessarily therapy to do the doodles. For him, it was because his job is extremely, you know, you know, deadline heavy and all that. My job is stressful for sure, but life and death, babies. No big deal. But um, <laughs> but um, for 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 me, it was just great to be able to to um, have this partnership in art 
and in creativity. And I think that's something that speaks well to the band. You know, that's, that's something they have a language between them where they're on stage and when they're off stage, they're able to communicate their music to one another and their skills and talent. And that's something that we've been able to show one another and, and incorporate into our lives as well in our personal lives. And I think it's good that you can take that and you can put that into your work life and you can put that into your, um, you know, your, your, your family relationships, your business relationships is just to be able to um, uh, have partnerships with people and have a language, communicate, there's teamwork, let's not work against one another, let's work together. And I, that's something that uh, from the first time, the first time we saw Unfreeze at Canes in Tulsa, and it was all the, 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 mm. the sign language and all that, that is something really specific to them that that we noticed that we had not seen other bands do so expressively. Mm-hmm. And I think that's um, an important tool for people in every aspect of their life is just to keep that communication open. I think that Humphreys does that really, really well. Everyone, but I think that's the allure is like everyone knows and it means so much. It hits everyone personally in such different mm-hmm. direction. That's the power of music and, and the power of the songwriting is oh, you, know, songwriting. you interpret okay. it a certain way I, and it's it's the songwriting so amazing is really fantastic and mm-hmm. the older that you get the the more that you appreciate that when you're young you're like oh yeah i just want to sing the words and you know it's really uh fun to sing along it's not a sing along these anymore. are the older that you get yeah the older that you become the more experienced life changes you know being covid whatever um, whatever happens to you that you have personal growth from, those lyrics become even more significant. And um, I think that's really that's really something profound that Brendan's been able to to do as an artist. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like when we're gone. That's not those an easy songs, task. Those songs will be here. Yeah. And those songs will mean so much to our kids. And that's, uh, that's yeah. a really it's not an easy thing to do to to have a legacy like that. That's a powerful, you know, powerful really skill and yeah. talent. Oh yeah, yeah, it's everything. Yeah. That's why we yeah. follow them. That's why we did what we did. Yeah. It's the best band around. I agree. Period. <laughs> King Crimson was pretty damn good. Wait, Elfrey McGee, I just said it's like a drink. But, uh, <laughs> I think you Alfred. did say it a bunch of times though, and you didn't drink, so I'm not condoning bad Alfred. behavior, but. <laughs> You're not condoning that behavior. <laughs> Crawlers. I'm just I saying. <laughs> so we're we're, we're we're probably gonna do another doodle tonight. Yeah, what probably. We, we, we got do? cocktails going. We're have to do a doodle tonight. So Ooh, fun. I mean, I I always have a soft spot for Stevie Nicks. So she's oh great idea. My dad always wanted to nickname me Stevie because her name was Stephanie and so was mine. Mm-hmm. And in the family just never caught on. She was named after Stevie Nicks. She just never caught on. Yeah, my dad liked more. Let's do Stevie Nicks tonight. I love her. All right. That would be incredible. Okay, Thanks, just Sarah. for you, Sarah. We'll do Stevie <laughs> Nicks. I love it. I love it. You yep. guys are so much There's fun. So guys. Oh, thanks. We've, we, this has been pretty interesting and enjoyable. Yeah, thanks for doing all this yeah. stuff. I was listening to back on a ton of these, and um, kudos to you. Uh, these are great. Thank you. These are really great. 
certainly a passion project. Like you were saying, you just get an idea and you just run with it. And that's what's happened here. Like the band makes you want to do these things. It's so so contagious. It's, it's, and then uh, spread that, you know, amongst the crowd. And that's why I just, I love the band, the, the, the bump freaks, the rail crew and, you know, everyone, we just have great friends. I mean, we'll call our friends like Dallas tour, come on. And then everyone comes and they sleep on this couch here. And we got blow up mattresses in every room. And, and we have a taco party after every Dallas show. And it's a, it's just a good time. I love that. And that's the thing I love about my show too, is I've been able to meet all of these people. I mean, especially in the past year, like being able to still connect with everybody when there was no music. I'm so grateful to have been able to do that. But even before that, to get to know everybody and get to know everybody's different story and their different journey to this band. But we all love this one thing so much, but we all got here a different way. And I love finding out how that is. It's so cool. It's such an awesome story, you know? No, and, it, and it's really great that, that you are taking the, this um, opportunity to reach out to different fans and personalities to, to extend that story. So is there anything else that you want to talk about, promote, mention before we wrap it there up? Is, there is a, a, a tease. Um, Working with Kevin, we're of course we were so happy to do the the Jake origin story that we were working with them on. Uh, like we can't stop at Jake. We got to do all the. We actually did Bayless twice. Yeah, yeah, not too much. We did Myers twice. Just all right. Give us a note so we can do it again. So you know, we do have a new video. Uh, in the works. In the works. In the works. More or less. We don't know. We'll see. Exciting. Yes. Exciting. I'm excited to see it. I've been telling everybody about that video. I'm like, did you watch that? It's really cool. Did you see that? That video is really neat. You should watch it. (laughs) Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I mean, you know, anything that kind of promotes, first of all, new art, which I kind of think that, you know, dry erase, whatever what the heck we're doing, I don't know what we call it, but but that is something that's new media. And um, of course, promoting our favorite band. Yeah, we're, we're pretty humble that uh, Animation World Network picked up on it. Like, yeah. Whoa, okay. you're talking to my peers there, and it was just it was really cool. Um, and then you know, just seeing it in the news there, and um, people liking it. And I think the best uh, you know YouTube review is, could this be the one video that doesn't get a, a, a thumbs down? And then of course the next day we get a thumbs down. Thank no, you, thank you it was for a that. Few days. Later, I was checking. There's always that guy. <laughs> There's that yeah, guy. Sounds good. I know who he is. We've arrived. We got the thumbs down. <laughs> We're gonna find him. <laughs> We're gonna hunt him down, Jay and Bob. <laughs> Funny. Now we're just, you know, we we uh pretty much I live for music and live for the next show. And my calendar is just show, 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 show. And um I'm going to bring everything I got to Terrapin. Yeah, so look out. Watch out. Just do not stand by the bald guy up yeah, front. <laughs> beware. I'm gonna sweat over everybody. Bring and... a towel, whatever you gotta do, an umbrella. <laughs> Aerosol. And if I could just be the band dancer, I would yeah, be. Yeah, he keeps talking about that. Um, uh, we gotta talk to those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, yeah, yeah. You being the I would be dancer. in such great shape too. I'd be yeah. like, 
freaking triathlon. Kevin, Kevin, I'm speaking to you. Like Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. They hired a band dancer. I think it was like the lead singer's brother or something. Yeah, like that's me. Pete's health. Please make him band dancer. Band dancer. (laughs) (laughs) I can't love it. I can. Hello, income tax. Occupation? Band dancer. I'm Freeze McGee, official dancer. Hey, I was homeschooling my daughter last year and I got to put her on her like paperwork for the state and they're like music class. And I'm like, weekly lessons with Umphreys McGee keyboardist, Joel Cummins. Mm -hmm. I totally wrote it on her paperwork for the state. (laughs) Girl, yes. You know, claim what's rightfully yours. I was like, hell yeah. Somebody totally looked that up and was like, wow. Lessons from Beethoven, anyone? For sure. I'm like, I'm totally flexing right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel you. Get get your kid what she deserves. For sure. Awesome. She, right she loves her. it. Joel is I love he's that. so great. Yeah. He's a fantastic teacher. He really is. The progress that they've made. And she her her skill level on its own is impress Joel so he loves teaching her because she's like a freaking sponge and can hear anything and plays so he's like yes I want to teach her (laughs) isn't that amazing you can see that with your kids and and you know that they're having they don't know it but they are really having the experience of a lifetime Mm -hmm. and if nothing goes right in their life like if everything else falls apart that mm-hmm. is something that is super, yeah, super special, mm-hmm. you know, to just have that connection and, and that, um, I can see that it. whole education experience. I, I can see it already. Yeah, for sure. Guest, guest performer on stage. Well, we took her when we went, when we first went to our first shows in New York, we went back and she went with us and we went backstage and she got to meet Joel. And then we were right up front the whole time. And after she was just like, because she'd never been up that close before and so just to like watch everybody and now she has this different relationship with music than she did the last time she had been at a show and she's getting it like oh my god she's starting to get it and that's a huge thing when your kids start to figure out and they they start to see that hmm they're connecting the dots i get it now i um these people are important yeah. You know, they're making it, a difference. It, and, yeah. I mean, um, that's all it takes is that yeah. one song, that one moment, that one experience, and yeah. boom, you it could change your whole life. I mean, that whole Richard yeah. Linklater, take one choice, yeah. one one decision, good or bad, and, yeah. and you know, your life well, is... Well, everybody needs a mentor. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, and that's how I feel. It's it's It was, and personally, it was great because it was, you know, my husband was working all day and it was me with the kids and doing the homeschool and trying to navigate this whole thing. And here comes Joel once a week to hang with my daughter for an hour. And I told him there were days when I was just like, thank you, (laughs) you know, like on just a whole other level of having someone else in the village, you know, especially during that time and to give her that outlet during you know, the thick of 2020 is to give her that outlet was amazing too. So they're still taking lessons when they can and she loves it. And and that's certainly like what you were saying. 
is that that was as good for him as for her. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they were doing lessons every week there for the thick of it. And, you know, when they started to tour again, he was sad about it. He was like this, I'm great. I'm happy. You know, we can tour and I'm excited to be out there and playing music. And he's like, but I'm going to miss this every week. So we still do it when, when he's able to, and, and it's, it's such an awesome opportunity on so many levels. I'm so grateful. It's the silver, silver lining of COVID for sure. Yeah. 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 And there, there are certainly multiple silver linings to COVID, you know, at least it, 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 in such a weird year, an off year, you could yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It certainly put people off their balance and, you know, made them left of center and maybe brought some people closer together. Other people maybe, it, you know, they evaluated their situation and grew apart. But all in all, it was a, a time for growth. Yeah. So yeah. your daughter was able to do that. And obviously Joel was too. So that's a, a wonderful thing. Nobody loses when that happens. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, it's cool. Like sometimes I'll hear them and, and it's cool to hear him in a different way. You know, he's he's right. a teacher and he's doing these different things. So it's cool to see him in a, a different way too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely had to do a couple of those lessons just to, you know, shoot, even shoot the shit. Like, okay, Bayless, I want to learn this. And I show up and it's like, I got a ukulele. Like, I don't want to learn anything. I just want to, just want to hear you jam. You jam for me. I wanted to say hi. Yeah. <laughs> please just shred for me, please. And uh, no, and then, and then um, Ryan was great. I mean, um, my Brett, my, or my 20 year old got in and with the guitar and he caught him a couple things. And next thing you know, he's, trying to learn every single song and coming downstairs and like hitting ocean billy for me and I mean, blowing my mind so yeah very inspiring all around again awesome. it's another way we love this band we'll continue to promote and do anything we can to make Whatever them the greatest progressive aggressive rock band in history hell yeah this has been really awesome well thanks for the invite i mean it was uh it's it's uh yeah. yeah we've enjoyed it i've never done anything like this before pete's had you know a lot of ex- lot more experience like all the experience with <laughs> zoom calls and stuff like that you know i feel like that um for me i have to give little um speeches every day as a nurse at work yeah. and a mom know? yeah yeah you know anytime you walk into a stranger's room and say this is how it's going you know that, <laughs> yeah that's a little speech. But are you playing Umphreys while they're delivering babies? No, and that's really unfortunate. That's what you should do. That is unfortunate. Yeah, you should. We do. should have that stuff piped in. Yes. Let's pipe it in, people. I will make you a tape of all the acoustics that just kind of set the tone. Now, now we're talking. I like this could be a real Humphreys improvement baby. to healthcare. Yes. I think so. Umphreys baby birth videos. Soundtracks. Mm. The next level. I'm here for it. Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, we can't thank the band more, uh, you know, enough for help, you know, allowing us to meet all these great people and be, really becomes a family. And our kids, you know, all the all the fans that I, I can't remember names, but I remember cities. So I was like, oh, here's Baton Rouge. Remember Baton Rouge? Like, hey, hey, Uncle Baton Rouge. <laughs> and so it's uh, it's so much fun. It's such a great um, it's a great reward for the short time we have on Earth. And we're so appreciative. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this has been fantastic. 
And now yes. we're over our hour. Uh, I know, like, like we just keep on going. No, you're fine. That's totally great. If people love to chat, that's why I give, I give this space. I like to talk to people and I like to hear people and their stories. So great. Just edit out every drink and uh, you're good to go on the pre record. <laughs> you know, keep it different. Keep it rolling. Andy Cohen style. <laughs> yeah. All right, my dear. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is a lot. Of well, you did fantastic. Thanks. Thanks. All right. No, this is great. And thank you for dropping among this crowd. And and uh, thank you all for the McGee. And if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have met. Yeah, absolutely. This has been and, so great. And that's what it's all about. Absolutely. All right. All See right. You. Have a Bye great here. rest of your night. Have a great night. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Big, big hugs yeah. to your family. Yeah, see you too. Bye. All right. So that's everything I have for this week of the show. Thank you again to Pete and Stephanie for taking the time and chatting. This was such a blast. You guys are so much fun. I can't wait until we get to rage the rail at a show together. There are a bunch of links in the show notes for anything that Pete, Stephanie, or I may have referenced throughout our chat, where you can watch the YouTube video and all of that other stuff that I mentioned earlier. Also tucked inside the show notes, you'll find links for a vault stuffed with past episodes to binge on where you can book a conversation and be a guest here on the show. I would love to chat with you, so book a time. You'll also find links for where you can snag some DATC merch. Check out the revamped Dropped Among This Crowd media website and so much more. So make sure you check all of that out. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.